Smack a chick and welcome to Outlaw Bars, where we talk about everything great and not so great in the world of anime. As always, I have with me. Hey guys, it's me, Shopei, Trevor Belmont's baby mother. Hey everyone, it's Tam Alucard's mistress of the night. Also, your resident cat lady. I can't with you. I can't. Alrighty, so um, if you have been living under a rock, you may not know that New York Comic Con just ended and the Fan Bros team was representing hard as all get out. So I guess we're just going to start off with um, some of my observations, some of the things that we learned at New York Comic Con. Feel free to chime in with the oohs, the ahs, and the what the fucks. <laughs> so... Um, there may be more what the fucks than um, anything else because for one thing there was less anime content at New York Comic Con this year than last year Um, part of it was because the Javits Center is under construction so there was less space and um, another part of it may be because there's a new anime convention coming to New York that we mentioned to you guys on the last show and that is Anime NYC. So a lot of um, the big players in anime have content going there as opposed to New York Comic Con. So um, luckily for everyone, we will be at Anime NYC as well. You get the entire trio of the Outlaw Bars crew. Hey! So um, I believe there are still tickets. Um, the VIP is sold out, but you can still buy tickets for Anime NYC if you head over to AnimeNYC.com. Um, I believe it's a three-day um, con. I think it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, the tickets are relatively inexpensive, especially if you've been to San Diego or to New York. Um, and like I said, all three of us will be there, which is a rarity simply because, you know, time and jobs and distance and stuff like that so all of us will be there so that will be dope um but let's talk about the good stuff that happened so um as some of y'all know and reminded me very rudely of some of my opinions i actually was able to meet chris sabat who is the voice of vegeta and the voice of all might from um my hero academia but none of y'all Negroes remembered the All Might part. Y'all just remembered the voice of Vegeta part and tried to come from my edges. And that was hurtful. When all I did was take a picture with the man. It was hurtful. As I said before, he is a delight. He's really, really nice, really down to earth. And for the record, for the record, I told him I didn't like Dragon Ball Z before I took the picture. How about that? <laughs> Keep it real, okay? Stop trying to trying to make fetch happen. You're if you've listened to the show for long enough, long enough, you already know our stand on Dragon Ball Z, okay? You bum ass dudes, stop it. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong, and honestly, like it just shows that you don't be listening, okay? Because at least once an episode, we make it clear, and if you guys are real fans, you would understand. But y'all always like. Dragon, like, is it like your dad? Like, are these cartoon characters like your stand-in parental units? Why are you so pressed? Like, really, you need to ask yourself that. Don't tell us why you're so pressed. We don't give a fuck. We already it's told like, you. like, hey, outlaws. Um, hey, outlaws. Just try this one. The answer is going to be no, beloved. No. Every time, no. I don't want it. Ever. Okay? Keep it. Thank Not you so all. much. Not at all. But Chris Sabat was, like, cool as hell. And Vegeta isn't the only voice that... He does, so there are many other reasons to enjoy him. And speaking of voice actors, um, I was all, also able to meet Vic Mignogna, who is the voice of Elward, Edward Elric. Ooh, mm-hmm. Words fail me. And let me tell you, he looks like a middle-aged version of Edward Elric. I'm intrigued. What was it? Even now to the fact that he's short, like Edward Uh-oh, Elric. I am now unintrigued. All right. <laughs> she, that was grand you, opening. You, you said short. Closing. You said short. <laughs> Chopin was like, oh, no. 
please remove me from this narrative. (laughs) No, but he was fun while it lasted. Really, really nice. He's very energetic. He's very, very energetic. Um, He really appreciated like all the fan love, and apparently he's a big Star Trek fan, which made Tatiana really, really happy. Like to the point where like he actually produces his own like fan web series of like it's called Star Wars Continues where he kind of fills the gap between where the original series ended and where the first movie began. It's like he fills that in. He plays Kirk. Like he did a screening of it. It was it was cute. Like it was very like original series, like retro with like the foam glittery rocks and everything. But very energetic man. And you know what? He's he's taking all his proteins, his supplements and doing all of his squats and deadlifts. Does that mean does that mean all his booty is pokey? That's what I was trying yes. to figure out. All I was, was like, about. does does that mean he he got them tight pokey booty? He doesn't skip like literally like he's well proportioned and because I camped out to make sure I got in the panel, I was like, he's my height. And if you know me, then you know what that is. And if you don't, then you just don't. Don't ask me how damn tall I am. Short. That's how tall she is. Just guys. know that I'm not as tall as Chopin, but I'm taller than other people. How about she's that? definitely t- how many? She, other she's people? definitely taller than me, but everyone is taller than me, so. <laughs> And I love Tam because I don't feel bad because I'm no longer the no, shortest person in the room. I'm the, I little, like I'm the little person with T-Rex arms. <laughs> you are. You are best. Yeah, so um, so that was that was fun. So we were able to do that. And um, if, you are, if you were wondering, like, if you wanted to see some of the stuff that we did at Comic-Con, if you go to YouTube.com slash fanbros tv um a lot of we did a lot of video shooting there are a lot of great interviews a lot of rap segments which are the rapid fire questions that they do on the main show um with cosplayers um a lot of those um so head over there and check it out um because we did a lot of work and we did it all for you guys um but back to the anime news um if you are a fan of my hero academia and you know that the summer season just ended and you're like what the hell's going on it is coming back (laughs) season three has been announced um funimation and i believe crunchyroll will be streaming it they haven't um released a date for it but it is coming um also along those lines um there's actually going to be a batman anime don't we Um, have enough batman like animated features like why can't, why can't it just like, be another Batman I don't, I don't cartoon? Or why does it have to be a Batman anime? Also, fuck Batman. He's not yeah, like that's Batman. The first thing. Batman is a meddler, okay? Gotham was never any safer because he was around. He was just a wealthy white orphan, okay, who had too much time on his hands. So I don't want to see some sort of fucking Batman anime. They can keep it. I mean, it. Batman is annoying, but I've always enjoyed a Batman movie, a Batman animated feature. So, like, I'm not necessarily mad at it, but I'm also like, why, Lord? Yeah, they they screened some of that. I'm not a Batman fan. I don't even care if you put the word anime next to it. So I was like, you can keep that. Um, because the only Batman that I need was voiced by Kevin Conroy. And DC has that in abundance everywhere. So I'm good. I'm so good. Um, one last um, My Hero Academia related thing. There is a prequel series called My, is it My Hero Vigilantes? Um, basically what happens when the people, when the population gets their powers and not everybody kind of goes the right way. So that's set, um, right before the universe that we are familiar with and that will be coming out soon. Um, there was a lot of manga news at New York Comic Con as there always is, but one of my favorite bits of news, especially if you were trying to get into reading manga and have been complaining that you can't find a safe virus or a pop-up free way to do it. Hint, hint, nudge, motherfucking nudge. I said I wanted an app, all right. And if you would shut your mouth, I'm going to tell you that Shonen Jump actually has a really good app. I downloaded it while I was at the con. Um, There's a lot of free content, so you can kind of get a taste for it and see if you want to subscribe to it. But um, what they are doing especially for a series like My Hero Academia, what they're doing is they're putting out like the free chapters as they're releasing in Japan. 
and then you can like get like the whole bit so if you want to just try it out and see there's a lot of really great content no like i said no pop-ups none of that other stuff that we were complaining about before um <clears throat> so that's really good and actually there is a series that um they told me about that i know that if if tam was a manga reader she would love and it's called the promised neverland why can't they just make it into an anime because it's new <laughs> just because it is murdery <laughs> it's so murdery like when they were describing it i was like where is tam like where is she Maybe Where one day she? I just had listened. Do you know how many books I need to read? I can't commit to I can't commit to manga right now. I need to finish reading all the millions of books on my Kindle. I have so much anime that I have started and not finished. I don't need any other new commitments right now. So give me like two years to figure my life out. Okay, but let but let me tell you, you're gonna want to write this down. I know you will. So basically, it's the story of like these little orphans who. Um, um, who live in this, who live like in this, I guess you can call it an orphanage or like some type of rooming house or whatever. And, um, they like, they take tests and they're able, like they have a relative amount of freedom. They just can't leave the compound where they are. So, um, what ends up happening is one of the kids gets adopted and they real, they find out that, um, where they're living is actually a farm where children are being bred and harvested to become food for humans. Whoa. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> wait. Wait, this sounds awesome. Also, why is it not an anime? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, it's relatively new. Like it just started um last August. There are five volumes out now, so it's looking like it may be like a monthly. But yeah, it's called The Promised Neverland. What the and fuck? when I tell you I heard that, I was like, that's what made me like download the app. I was like, oh no, bitches, I need this. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm hoping, here's the thing. I'm like, if if there's enough support for the manga and if it's popular enough, that's what gets it flipped to being an anime. Like it's a, it's a popularity contest. It's all okay, about the so numbers. Okay, so everybody go read it so that it could be made an anime for me. Thank you so much. Yes, 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 yes. So, um, and our last bit of, um, Comic-Con anime-ish type news is, um, if you are a fan of the fairy tale series, you know that the manga has completed and, um, the mangaka, um, Hiro Mashima was at New York Comic-Con. Um, we did have the opportunity to interview him. Um, and once again, he's a delightful man, very humble, like very, like cool, like very, like surprised that so many people were interested in the work that he did. Um, but he said the best thing, and this is like the one quote that I'm going to give you guys before like the interview goes live is somebody asked him about the killing off of characters, because if you're, if you're a fan of fairy tale, you know, characters die, but they always seem to come back. And he was like, well, the manga industry is kind of a popularity contest <laughs> and the polls are a really big deal. So I kill off characters to make the series more popular and then I bring them back <laughs> so that it doesn't become a sad story. Damn. Listen, I appreciated his gangster for that. He was like, I kill your favorite characters because that makes you want to read it some more. That's true because you'd be like, God damn, this is stressful. I love this person, but I can't stop reading and or watching. And then, and then you know that they're going to, since you know they're going to come back somehow, now you're reading to find out right. how they come back. That's very dastardly. Listen, talk to the manga. The, the manga was a the CEOs in Japan and tell them if you don't stop making it a numbers game and then it won't be like this. But he was like, he was like kind of blushing and kind of like <laughs> when he said it. Yes. So um, that is my grants overview. Of course, there was stuff by Funimation, but it's a lot of dub stuff. And we all know how I feel about that. Um Oh, yes. And the last bit was um, if you are familiar with the Legend of Zelda mangas, they had the mangakas out for that as well. Two like adorable women who, of course, like every mangaka that comes like they have them like speed drawing while they're talking. So it's always good to see them. And since it's a pair of them, like they work together on the manga. So one woman would like do half of the picture and then she'd hand it off to the other one, hand it off to her partner and her partner would finish it up. So like you're watching them like pass it back and forth. And like you see, like how the collaboration really works. 
So um, that is all that the Siva has for you um, in the way of verbal New York Comic Con updates. As always, you know, head over to fanbros.com. We have a lot of information there. And head over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV. Sounds right. Um, to catch all of our Comic-Con videos. So now, ladies and gents, it is time for Notice Me Senpai. It feels, I feel like I haven't done this in a while. I don't know whether I'm just like, I still have con fatigue, but it feels like it's been a while since we've answered questions from- It actually from has, readers, it has. We, I think we only did like one. Oh yeah, that may have been why. Okay. So our first question, our first letter comes from um, Jasmine Blah um, on Twitter. And she says, first of all, I want to say how much I am living for everything y'all are doing. And so finding your podcast, I was really starting to feel like it was just me and a bunch of niggas who watch Dragon Ball out here shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I am, I am glad that we are here for you, my sister, because no one should ever feel like that in life. Um, anywho, here's my scenario slash question. It's time for your favorite part of any anime, the filler episode. Uh, sarcasm mixed with all the eye rolls. Class is on break and it's time to go to the beach to relax and have fun. My question is, who is your sensei chaperone? Who will you have cooking on the grill? And who are two other players on your volleyball team? Now she provides her own answer. I would have Soma on the grill from Food Wars. He got to stick to the menu though. I can't have everyone getting sick because he want to be reckless with new recipes. My team members would be Yoruichi from Bleach and Makoto Kusanagi from Ghost in the Shell. The amount of agility and quickness from these two would be fun to watch since I ain't got not one skill of volleyball in my blood and I know they would pick up my slack. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. There's more. There's more. My teacher would be Tsunade from Naruto. She would be chill but ready to get everybody together if need be. Again, I love your podcast and can't wait for the next one. My anime list is growing so much and I'm loving the recommendations. Thank you. Her name is Jasmine. Thanks, Thank Jasmine. you, Jasmine. Alrighty. Um, so how do we want to do this, ladies? Do we want to go category by category, or do we just want to run down our I whole mean, set I of never people? Have, I was just going to run down. I, I don't have them. a whole set of people. I have people for certain things. All right. So how about this? How about we go category by yeah. category? Okay. And perhaps that will give some of us chances to think of anybody else. So let's start with Chaperone. I like the Chaperone from uh Twins you know the the main guy from Twin Star Exorcist, like the head guy. The weird guy? Yeah. <laughs> he's like so like, he's weird, but he's like kinda zesty and pops up out of nowhere. I don't know. I'm very entertained by him. So I would want him to be my chaperone. I don't know his name. Oh yeah, he's like Sorry. very eccentric. Yeah, I don't remember his name either. Um, he's he's silly. Yeah, I like him. Right? Like, he seems like he would be good fun. Yes, and you need a fun chaperone. Like, Jasmine, I don't know in this scenario if we're teens or what the deal is, but <clears throat> I'm just pretending like I'm me going on this trip. Um, I think for my chaperone, I chose Sinbad only because, like, he'd be a terrible chaperone. Um, so we would basically be allowed to do whatever we wanted. Um, which is what 15 or 17 or whatever teen me would desire in a chaperone. All right. Um, for my chaperone, I am, I am going to say, um, I'm going to go with an oldie, but a goodie. And I'm going to go Kakashi sensei from Naruto. Yes. He's actually, he's a good sensei. (laughs) Yes. I was like, only because like he's used to badass kids, but he's also really (laughs) chill. And as long as you're not trying to like burn down the village, He's pretty much not right. going to mess with you. Like literally, the only the only child he was at odds with actually tried to kill everyone in the village. It's just the one. Okay, you know what? Why? Why? It's, it was just the one. Okay? Just that one. You know, okay. Okay. I see how this is. Fine. Well, let's talk about grill cooks then since we want to sit here and just throw my faves under buses. <laughs> Ooh, um Bon you know, I always yeah. That was, Bond can't cook for everybody. That was I'm my guess. Saying. That was my guess also because I couldn't think of anyone else who I can remember being able to cook. Like, is there any good food anime, y'all? Like, Food Wars. Are you sure? Watch. I am positive. Okay. 
Now, okay, I will give you this one qualifier, but it's the same qualifier I give everybody for anime. I'm like, you there there are points where like the fan service is like, eh, but I think that beyond that, like, it's okay. And there's oh, and Toriko. Toriko is good too. I've heard good I've I've watched a couple of episodes episodes of that. I can't talk anymore. That one too. So um for my cook, for my cook. See, this is Okay, I know I need someone who cooks on the grill. So someone who's good with fire. Someone who's good at handling fire. Zuko, fire. I don't think he knows how to cook. Zuko, no, Zuko, he's he's royalty. He can't cook. Have we? I don't think we've seen him cook. He may have like lit a fire for us, but he didn't cook anything. See, I don't want to fall back on Sebastian from Black Butler because I know he can. And there's one. It's like I can see like this the grill scene in my head. But I can't think of it. You know who? You know who looked like he would cook, he would grill a mean squid? Is Captain Kiriaku from Bleach. And here's why. Because he's a because he drinks a lot. And people who drink a lot know what you need to eat so that you don't like get yourself messed up in the morning. That's true. So I'm thinking if I'm thinking if we're talking about like kids or like not even kids, like People in their late teens, early to mid twenties, even if they're not supposed to be drinking, they're drinking. So you want somebody, you know, to, you know, to have that cast iron out there, you know, with the with the bag of potatoes, you know, with the home fries, maybe, you know, a quick little fried egg, something of that nature, you know, to keep you all together. That way I don't fall back on Sebastian because I use him for everything. Who else do we need? Do we need players? We need two volleyball players per person. Uh, I choose um, Diane from Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, because she's a giant? Yeah, and also she looks like she would be really good at hitting a ball over the net and smashing it into someone's face. True, she looks very sportsy. Um, So I chose Aang because he's an airbender, so he'll never miss the ball ever. Um. Okay, you you stay. First of all, you stay bending the damn rules, pulling out Avatar characters for. Everybody. They are my favorite. You find a way. You find a way to add Avatar. Yes. To every question. Correct. Yes, and anyone can come see me about it if they feel led. Yeah, that sounds like. Yeah, I never skirt. I mean, I don't I'm. care that much. So. <laughs> uh, so Aang and who else? Um, the guy, the guy who plays Satan from The Devil is a Part-Timer, he seems, yeah. Lucifer? Oh, wait, no, 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 wait a minute. The guy who's working in, in the McDonald's yeah. or yeah, the, the Satan character. Him? Oh, oh cause, yeah, that, okay, so that is Satow. actually Satan. He Never seems mind. fun. And like, after he decided to stop being the devil, he seems like he'd be really committed to making sure that we won. Yeah, because he, he don't like to lose. Correct. But like, he's not he like... He pissed he lost that battle and had to come to Earth. But he's not like a devil anymore. So it's not going to get bad. Like, it's not going to get ugly if we lose. But he still has a level of competitiveness that I need in anybody who is associated with me. Because I don't fucking like to lose. I played this one kind of straight. So I am going to start with Monaco from Sailor Moon because she's an actual volleyball player. Well, that's not fair. Oh, you... okay. Yeah, I'm like, well, that's <laughs> Talking about cheating. Well, mm. Well, hmm. Okay, first of all, first of all, the fact that she actually plays the sports, like if someone asked about basketball, I would have chosen someone from Cortico No Basket because they're basketball players. We're talking about we're trying to win this. So I'm choosing I'm choosing a volleyball player. And then um, with Monaco, I'm going to add Mikasa from Attack on Titan because she has like that agility and that speed. So what she lacks, which I don't think she's played volleyball in that little Walden town that they lived in, but I think she pick it up really quickly. And I think that we beat both the our teams. We are the champions, my friend. You really think an ordinary basketball player is going to beat <laughs> Diane? Okay, good luck. Listen, all I need Mikasa to do is get her in her Achilles tendon and we're done with Diane. Okay, so now you're talking about cheating. Now look at you using You have an weapons. airbender. You have an airbender. He's not going to he's not going to disable anybody in order to win, okay? 
first of all, just a little bit of a nick. No one's talking about slicing completely through. Just enough for her to be like, what the heck happened? And sit down somewhere. This is a really good example of how they try to make me seem one way. But really, the real problem always betrays itself. It always makes itself clear. And in this situation, it's diva. It's not me. That's hurtful. You said that you wanted to cut... You wanted to cut Deanne's Achilles tendon. You wanted to use Mikasa as a weapon. I'm just repeating what you said. Who said weapon? Who said the word weapon? Is she going to cut her with what? When did I say the word weapon? With hugs? How's she going to do it? Don't worry about that. Okay, oh, okay. so who's your, who's your other that. choice? <laughs> I told you, Minako from Sailor, from Sailor Moon and then Mikasa. Oh, I didn't hear Mikasa. Sorry, I blanked out. You guys, you guys are going mm-hmm. back and forth too much. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I blanked out okay so we have our team go volleyball <laughs> all right so that's actually oh oh no, no yep that's the end of the question so thank you so much jasmine <laughs> um and for the record i am not as diabolical as that question made me out to be i feel like i was set up by yourself yep. you picked the question whoa excuse you excuse you it was a setup it's a spiracy a c-o-n-spiracy um, so our next question, our next question comes from, um, adult named Rob on Twitter. And he says, I want to know what anime would be better if the main character was killed off. Oh my God, Rob. I love you so much. Thank you for this. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm vibrating with excitement. Uh, what's her name? Oh Lord. Old girl from Madoka Magica. Absolutely. Like, get that little bitch out of here. Get her the fuck. <laughs> Ooh, that little bitch got on my nerves. I just wanted to reach through my TV screen and mollywop her a couple times. But then, like, I also <laughs> felt bad because I'm like, wow, wow, Tam, like, this is a child. But also, like, she was because again i have said this before after i watched that a couple years ago and then i watched magical girls raising project and the main character in all in that one was also a little bit whiny but she got her shit together towards the end and got some cojones okay and this one madoka magica girl i forgot her name that's how much i dislike her but to the very end, this was a whiny little bitch. So it would have been so much better had they killed her the fuck off. Bye, sis. But you know, if they killed her, the whole show would have stopped because Humera's entire point is to save her. So if she died, like, it's just like, it'd be like, you know, like the horror movie where like with black people and they're just like, what's that sound? And then everyone leaves. That's essentially what the end. But I feel would like they could have done it. They could have given it to one of the girls who had a little more spice, who had like looking at the backstories of some of the other girls. Because some of the other girls had some like really interesting backstories. Instead of focusing on this little whiny motherfucker, like she was just so whiny. Oh my god. All right, somebody else go. I'm like, I'm getting annoyed all over again just <laughs> thinking about her. Diva, you want to go or should I go? Um, I'm going to go because this is going to have people coming at my neck. But yes. I really want them to kill Deku from My Hero Academia. Um, here's the thing. He could die tomorrow and it would not have any appreciable effect is that the little the main? Is that the main character? Yes, he is the. Oh main yeah, he could die. I didn't know his name. He could, yeah, he, he could definitely die. Yeah, with with the, yeah, with the green he, hair. Now, granted, the only reason why I I tolerate him is because of All Might, because I love All Might. Um, but All Might could find another goddamn apprentice. Like I don't care. Like this one, this little dude right here, he can go. Like I I don't need to see him at all. And I appreciate everyone who was like, you know, stick through it, you know, get past like, you know, get past the like the sports tournament and, you know, it gets really good. Yes, it gets really good. I still don't see it for Deku, though. So he can go. And I was going to say Naruto, but if I get rid of Naruto, then I don't get Himawari. And that's really who I'm here for is his daughter, Himawari. So I'm going to let him live because I need her to exist. Oh, you're so sweet. I'm not. Um, I try. As we know. Soon as I read we that, know. As soon as I read that question, I was like, this is perfect. Thank you so much, Rob. Um, because Chisholm told me that today is Naruto's birthday. And on his birthday, I would like him to die. I would like to delete him. <laughs> oh from Just delete him from the show. Because he is... <laughs> 
He is the root of a lot of motherfucking problems. A ton of problems. Okay. Because okay, if, hold on, I still can't breathe. If he was dead, okay, they would have had to find a solution to the nine tails. And if they didn't, guess what? It's about like natural selection. If you couldn't figure out what to do with that fucking nine tail fox, we just delete the entire hidden leaf village. Would it break my heart that we don't get Kakashi and Shikamaru and Neji? Yes, it would. But you know what? We also wouldn't get Orochimaru, bitch. And sometimes you got to take the good with the bad. Um, the? Oh, God. Look, I spent a lot of time <laughs> thinking about stuff like this, okay? Oh, obviously. Oh, I my gosh. was oh my gosh. ready. Oh my! As soon as I read that question, I was like, bitch, I'm in formation. I know exactly <laughs> what the fuck is going on here. How did I not, how oh did I not see this coming? How did nobody see this coming? Like, what? <laughs> I'm so consistent. Um. <laughs> What? What? Okay, Shopee, you nothing, sound like nothing, you want to fight. Next, is 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 it is it Diva's turn? Because let's. No, no, I, I I gave you I gave you Deku from. Oh, okay. I was like, we just need to change the topic. Next question. Next question. All right. No, so, so thank you, Azel Name Rob, for this you got question. Very, yes, Shop, you're the best. Shopee, you got real aggressive. I got a little scared. <laughs> Okay, so our last question today comes from our friends, Three Black Geeks. Um, This is CJ here. It's actually a trio of three men, and this is CJ talking to us. Love the show and the keeping it real approach y'all have to anime. My question to you is this. Do you feel Hollywood can crack the code and produce consistent anime adaptations? Why or why not? Hold on, there's more. (laughs) Currently... (laughs) <laughs> currently right now the only movies that i feel uh, did a good job of not crapping on the source material was guyver dark hero and speed racer yes speed racer i know that movie was polarizing to a lot of people but as a fan of the property since i was a kid i felt the wachowskis really went all in on it which is probably why i like it anyways keep up the great work and big shout out to diva for chopping it up with us when we talk about sailor moon thanks all righty okay so yeah okay so (laughs) my answer is all around no um unless they get a very you know who would do i feel like there's certain directors who could do an anime live action film really fucking well (laughs) who um his name is escaping me uh the one who that like the guy who did pan's labyrinth Oh yeah. Is that Quadron? Is that his name? Am I making uh fuck I'm gonna hold on. I'm is... gonna look it up really quickly. But I feel like there's certain there's certain direct like and it's a, a very select few because like the Wachowskis I can understand. Guillermo del Toro. Oh yes. yes. He because like he pays it to, like I personally just love his visual style with his movies, but he would, I feel like he would do a really good. I also feel like Yama del Toro did a little princess and that's my fucking shit. Okay. So I have, I have faith in him. I could see the Wachowskis because, uh, they pay attention to detail, even though I ignore everything after the first matrix, because it was just too much. But I feel like there's like maybe a handful of directors that could do really good live um, action adaptations of anime, but those are never the people that want to do it. That's the problem. The people who want to do, like, for example, Death Note. I mean, we said we weren't going to bring it up, but imagine if Guillermo del Toro did Death Note. It would be... 10 times, like, it might not be perfect, but it would have been better than the bullshit that we got. So I think it really is, like, there's some, there are some, um, like, oh, you know who probably else would do? Christopher Nolan probably could do. Okay, that's, I just wrote that. Mm. I just wrote it down. Like, so, so the thing with Christopher Nolan is the only property of his that I really loved was the prestige. I know he has a lot of really good shit, but the prestige is first place to me. So if we could somehow capture that, I think he would be good. But a lot of his other stuff, like, didn't he do Inception? Yeah. Or was but that I somebody lo- else? No, he did Inception. And he also did the Batman, um, the Dark Knight series, which I really enjoyed. Like, you know what he would probably do really, like, would be really good if Christopher Nolan did it? Helsing. 
he probably would do like I feel like if he did Helsing Ultimate, like that shit would be fucking fire. I think it just depends on like um even I think like Scorsese could do some like anime's anime properties really good. I just think like you the caliber of director that is that is putting out these live action animes are shit trash. They're not they're not good and they kind of just think they can put out anything and people are not going to pay attention to it and it's like almost like you don't understand how anime audiences are even because even there's such criticism for when animes are made and they don't really stick yeah. to the manga you get like a lot of you get a lot of kickback from people who are like really invested in in the story that's in the manga and then to see it kind of like fucked up and the anime people are upset about that so what would make you think that anime people are very serious like anime people who seriously watch anime we, we take the shit very seriously so you're not gonna give me some bullshit and think that i'm gonna spend my money on it and it's gonna be okay so i just think that there needs to be a better caliber and quality of directors who are looking at producing um live action anime adaptations but until that happens fuck no hollywood can't do a good job because like they don't i don't think they take it seriously enough so so the person that i would that i would want to do it is ava duvernay because like talking about like new shit altogether she's doing a wrinkle in time right and i saw a snippet of the trailer and i almost like passed out it was beautiful and it was it was everything that your heart would hope that a movie um that a wrinkle in time would be not to mention the way Ava DuVernay like she does she has like queen sugar and stuff like the way she does lighting her understanding of composition I think that she would my hope is that she would be able to handle people like the stories of other people of color with a little bit more respect and a little bit more reverence to like the source material than say a Scorsese or um, even like Christopher Nolan or any other white um, director, right? But at the root of it all is people, like Tam said, people not caring that much. And I don't know, I just don't trust a bunch of white men to give a fuck about these stories. Not to mention like white directors put out garbage all the time. They put out trash all the time. It's about money. It's about all these other kind of things. And I love anime too much to just let anybody do any fucking thing with it. Like, if it was well done, can you imagine how good a Seraph of the End live action could be? Like, bitch, I would be on time for that. Like, I would be front and center for it. And I don't, like, it's like saying, can Hollywood get rid of its racism problem? Well, probably not. (laughs) Like, they might be able to get it right sometimes or whatever, but I don't think that, like, I don't think they have it in them to, like, really want to change. And you can't make them change. But I would be so, now that I said it, I'd be so curious to see what Ava DuVernay could do with some sort of anime property. Um, because I trust that she's going to do a really good job. See, and I'm not, I'm not familiar. Like, I, I haven't really watched any of her work, which is why I didn't say her. I only mentioned people that, like, who's, who for me they put out consistently like usually top quality films and on the top of that list would be Guillermo del Toro out of everybody like out of Nolan and Scorsese it would be Guillermo del Toro because I generally like um his stuff but again I think that's and it's has a lot to do with visuals and like just the way and pan's labyrinth came out over 10 years ago and that shit is still visually stunning it's perfect yeah like it 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 is it has the live action look to it like the the gory realism right. the like the terror that is attached to it it's just like i just like ava the way she like lights things i like I like her attention to detail and I think that that would be well translated into um, an anime context. It's more like a wishful thing as opposed to no, anything No, I'm going to agree with Tam that if anyone could do it, then it would be Del Toro just because like if you look at Pacific Rim, I'm like, that's just a Gundam. It's just a Gundam. Yeah, yeah, it, <laughs> it is like, a Gundam. And- because my main thing is a lot of a lot of the more popular anime has a lot of fantastic elements to it 
And that's usually where people fuck it up. So I always, I'm always concerned right. about that. Once you start adding in magic and giants and, and mechas and little dolls that try to get you to kill other witches, like all types of shit like that. Like that's where like it gets screwed up. Cause honestly, a lot of times, like when you have a really popular manga or anime series, usually the, there's a lot of source material and people don't read. They don't read. So nope. there's a lack of understanding of the source material um, that comes off on screen. Even with Japanese productions, sometimes you can tell when there's like someone who really enjoys and loves the series versus someone who's like, okay, this is the hot series this year. Let's get this movie out. So if we could, you know what Del, you know what Del Toro would do really good. Like if he did Gurren Lagann as a live action, Code Chaos. That's like if he did those two as live actions, that shit would be fucking fire. And then also randomly, Peter Jackson came to mind only because he created the Lord of the Rings universe really beautifully, and that's a fan. That entire universe is fantastical, and you had all kinds of different creatures. You can give him seven deadly sins, and he could probably or even it. um Mahi. Yes. He might, yeah, he might be able like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it depends on the, like, because Peter Jackson is good at, he created a whole universe from J.R.R. Tolkien's work. And it was, as someone who read the books, it was like, okay, this is what I visualized when I read the book. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like bring that kind of thing, like bringing that to life. And that's how I want to feel when I watched if I'm watching a live adaptation of an anime, I want to feel like, okay, and I imagine it's the same for manga re- readers when they see a manga created into anime. It's like, okay, this is what, even though you have the pictures, but it's like, this is what I pictured it looking like in, in action. Yeah. No, because this, this gets me to thinking about like J.J. Abrams wanting to do your name. Mm. And no. I just don't. I Like, I just, I just don't. Like, I just don't, like, I don't, I don't have any other words besides don't, (laughs) but it's not, it's not my bags of carry. Apparently, I guess they're going to let him do it. I guess I'm not. He's white, right? He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. He was like, he just did Star Wars. I think that's why they're letting him do like, what the fuck ever. Like literally it's like, Hey. He did Star Wars. Why not let him do whatever? But um, yeah, so those are pretty much our feelings, CJ. Thank you for your question. And um, let me know when that next Sailor Moon chat is. How about that? I liked, I liked that question. That actually got me thinking. Yeah. Oh, and one more thing I will say. I actually enjoyed Speed Racer because I remember watching like the original series and the Bukowski's film like was pretty spot on. Like if you were looking for something like darker and grittier, you didn't watch Speed Racer. I like Speed Racer. Yes, listen, I I think I still have it on DVD, and I yeah, like it was out of it. It was a pretty like it wasn't like super corny, and it was visually like really good. Like it looked, it actually looked like you took the an they took the anime and like just made it into three D. Like all the colors, yep. like the little brother, the monkey, everything. Like yeah, everything I don't know what people really were expecting. Well. Yeah, I don't know what people were expecting, but it's Speed Damn Racer, but. Nonetheless, um, thank you, CJ, for the question. And now we are heading into the Capo's Corner, where our recommendation Capo Chopay tells us what we should be watching. Hey, friends. Uh, it's me, Chopay, your Capo. And time out for a moment. Time out. I would like the world to know. Remember a few minutes ago, she was about to rip your heads off <laughs> over Naruto. <laughs> And she gets to the couple's corner. She puts on her damn Mr. Rogers sweater and kicks off her shoes. And she's like, hello, friends. This is your capo here. Like, you weren't just murderous like five minutes ago. You may continue. I'm not ashamed. Um, I'm not sorry. And, like, again, what are y'all going to do? Nothing. So, as I was saying before, Diva tried to play me. Tried to make me feel ashamed for who I am. I'm not. Uh, so I have an anime for you guys that it starts off very weird. I don't know like why it feels like the last couple of anime that I've suggested. You're going to be watching it and you're really going to be like, what the fuck is this shit? But please stay with me. Okay. This anime is called Magical Warfare. And it's almost basically exactly what it sounds like. Niggas are fighting. It's a war. 
you have a main character. His name is Takashi uh, Nanase, and he's like a normal teen. He like you see him with like a kendo stick or a sword or something. Apparently, he spent the last two years mastering kendo. He has a younger brother. In the first couple of scenes, you're like, are those two niggas beefing? Because it seems like they're at odds with one another. Um, But you don't find out that they are definitely at odds until much later. So just like with all anime, he's at the right place at the wrong time. He goes to school early for like his kendo practice. He meets his girlfriend there. Uh, She's like, I'll see you later, babe. So he walks and some young girl in a stranger ass uniform essentially falls on top of him. She like faints on him or something like that. And of course, because it's an anime, he catches her with his lips. So they both end up kissing. Um, Very weird. I have never experienced anything like that before, but also I'm not a cartoon teenager. So uh, turns out that the girl, she she's freaked out when they kiss So she starts shooting a gun at him. Duh, it's a magic gun. And you find out that she's a wizard who is looking for her older brother. And in the, in the melee, like in the, in the process of shooting at this guy, she accidentally turns him into a magician (laughs) because teens have very open pores or something like that. And if they're exposed to magic, they can become magicians. Very weird. I wish that that was really the way someone could become a magician so that I could be a magician. Um, and the young girl is looking for her brother. Apparently her older brother has been brainwashed by a rival magical cult or faction. They're called ghost trailer. So essentially what you find out is the world that we know it has been split into two. There's a collapsing world where all the wizards are and there's a real world and the world's split into two because 15, 16 years ago before these kids were born, you had a faction of wizards who thought that humans should all be eliminated. And then the rest of the wizards are like, you niggas all need to fucking calm down. We can't just kill all the humans. There's a way for us to live in peace. So you have ghost trailer, which is this group of people who wanted to, they wanted wizard supremacy. Those were the exact words that they used in the anime. They essentially tried to cast a spell on the entire planet to kill all of the humans. And what essentially happened is that the world got split into two. So you have the collapsing world where no humans exist. It's just wizards. And then you have the world where I guess all of us are living. The collapsing world is a fucking mess. There is a special school. So the girl, her name's Muli Aiba, the girl who like turned them into magicians on accident. She's a student there. She's trying to save her brother. Her brother has been brainwashed. There is a fight that takes place. So you have Takashi, you have, yeah. Takashi and two of his friends, a boy and a girl whose names I don't, I can't remember off the top of my head, but essentially they all become magicians in that moment. They're all exposed to magic and the girl tells them, you have an option. You can join me in school, you can enroll, or you can have your magic powers taken away from you and go back to your regular boring ass life. In like the very, in the very first scene before like all of this shit pops off, Takeshi, Takeshi is like, um... I would rather go to hell than stay here. Well, nigga, Jesus was listening to your response because the collapsing world is literally hell and that's where you're going to be now. So they all like learn their like wizard powers and things like that. And there's like a lot of intrigue you have. I'm not going to spoil it, but you have a lot of warring components, a lot of warring parts. My only thing that I don't like that much is that there's like more fan service than I like in anime but i do like all of the fighting the fight scenes are really fun like the fact that mui's weapon of choice is a giant gun that she calls arthur i like that uh one of his friends is like a weird cowboy like it's weird to have like japanese characters that sound like bumblebee from fucking transformers um you know like those rapping the rapping black scent cars that is what he sounds like um he has like a destructive power. He's like a special ring and stuff. It's very fun. There's only 12 episodes though. So you won't get caught up because it's from 2014. You know the rules. Anime doesn't care about your feelings. So just enjoy it for what it is. Kind of like a situation ship and then leave. Okay. Go find something else to do with your time. Um, but yeah, Magical Warfare. It's on Hulu. It is uh, subbed, not dubbed for all of you who yes! feel away about <laughs> 
whatever okay nobody gives a shit but you know it's it's still very good like the anime is a little bit it looks a little like grittier or darker but i'm very i'm like i said i'm watching it with you guys i i really want to see how it all plays out there's a plot twist that i'm not going to ruin for you guys that when i saw it i was like this explains a fucking lot and also well done anime you guys know i love a good plot twist so if for no other reason stick around for that Alrighty, so I believe that we have come to the end of this episode of Outlaw Bars. Um, as always, if you have any questions for us, you know, we love a, a good Notice Me Senpai question. You can um, send, you can DM them to us on Twitter at Outlaw Bars Pod. You can hit us up um, on the timeline using the hashtag Notice Me Senpai, or you can email them and the email address is outlawbars at fanbros.com. We are also still taking um, suggestions for the upcoming session of Outlaw Views. Um, Because if you guys don't suggest something, we cannot be held responsible for any mindfuckery that you endure when we come up with something. Just putting that out there. Um, If you would like to chat with me, because I'm sweet and I'm kind and I'm not as ornery as my resting bitch face will lead people to believe... Um, you can find me on the Twitter at Deadly Diva. And ladies, tell the lovely people where they can find you. Hey, friends. Uh, this is Chopay. You can find me on Twitter at Simply Chopay. I won't make any lies about being sweet, but I am really fun. So that's good. Hey, y'all. You can find me at Bruja Bantan on late Twitter. Um, I'm generally really nice. You already know I like the, it's ho- especially it's Halloween-y season. So it's also my birth month. My birthday is in almost a week. So if you have any good, spooky, scary little animes that you want to send me, I would love to to know because i'm also going on vacation soon so i would like to watch them on vacation that's it okay i i felt that chopay that was rude and uncalled for i said what i said i am hurtful hurtful but anywho we are out of here everyone bye ciao